All right, everybody, we back again. We are back again. Sorry, I went on hiatus. I just have not been in a movie mood. I apologize. I'm missing so many movies that I'll probably catch up on when they hit the streaming service. I got us hit Strays. Probably won't see Strays for a while because I got a busy week of school. We'll be busy the entire week, including Saturday. So we'll see. Uh, Sunday will be my next free day. Monday, I'm back to being full again with practices going on for Fall League. So, here we go. The movie that we saw today was Equalizer 3. Equalizer 3 is a very, 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 very intriguing movie, okay? So, because I'm gone on Monday... I had a chance to listen to a few reviews before going, and a lot of the reviews were honestly better than I thought it was going to be, because, you know, normally when it comes to the trilogy movies, the first one is always good. That's how they get to the second. The second one is usually kind of rocky. They probably added some stuff just because they wanted some excitement out of the fans, but then when they usually come with the third, the third one... That's when you get the 50-50. It might be, oh, man, this one was better than the first. Oh, man, this was this was just garbage. They should have never made it. Like Fast and Furious. But we're not talking about Fast and Furious. And honestly, going into this film, I heard some good reviews, some really good reviews. And I think I heard two or three that was just like, ah, I'm glad this is the last one. So the interesting thing is, and in case you guys get a trivia question about this, this series is the only series, my Denzel Washington, that has sequels. I didn't realize that until they were creating this movie and he talked about it. Denzel Washington usually never does a movie that creates a sequel. And he still kind of didn't say why. But in a way, he mentioned that it was kind of hard to see the same character over and over again because it begins to get watered down. And we felt that in the second Equalizer movie. Even though they had a lot of blood and excitement and things that made you go, ooh, 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 when's the next one coming? This movie was a toned-down version of that, okay? So, they still have a lot of the cringe moments that you'll see that that happened in the previous Equalizer movie. They still have a lot of things that go on and make you go, oh, my God, oh, I had a lady sitting next to me. Okay, let me tell you something about this theater, okay? The theater that I went to had 300 seats, okay? There was only 20 people in there. Why did I have seven people sitting within the vicinity of my of me when i got my ticket there was no ticket sold okay this was an hour before the film when i got there there was seven people sitting around me like people it's a large theater and i wasn't even sitting in the middle you know everybody likes to sit in the middle i wasn't sitting in the middle okay now, the funny thing is I do like going to the films when there's a lot of people, but when there's movies like this and I want to hear every word and be able to follow the film, I kind of want to go with as little people as possible. 
But I'm kind of glad that the 20 people that was in there was in there because their reactions let me know how good this film was. Um, and it was pretty solid, okay? This is a very slow pace, but you don't feel the slow pace type of movie. The movie literally starts off crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. In a good way, okay? Because it leads towards what happens toward the end of the film. Um, it's just insane that the path that it took to get to the point actually was a straightforward path. Um, so the story is about Calvin McCall. He's going to take care of a situation that just so happens to lead into another situation. Now, he doesn't mention what the situation is, okay? And you don't find out what the situation is until the very end of the movie. So, it's, it's just something that happens that you kind of just don't worry about because you think it's just a regular old situation until it comes up toward the end, okay? But that situation led toward a lot of things to happen that filled up the rest of this movie. Um, I'm just going to break it down little by little. I think the fact that this movie had a slow pace to it made it a lot better than what it could have been, but there was a lot of things in this film that was in there for a little bit too long that could have been cut, just a little bit. And... I felt like they did that just so they could make the movie an hour and a half. The movie was an hour and a half, and there was a lot of things that went on in the film that if they would have taken it out, probably would have been like an hour 15, hour 10. Um, so Denzel Washington. If you enjoyed Denzel's Calvin McCall, uh, excuse me, Robert McCall from the previous two movies, nothing's changed. If you felt like he was too bland, nothing has changed. If you think he was all about action, that changed a little bit. I think this film in particular, you got a little bit more in depth about how he went about certain things. Because on the previous Equalizer films, it was just like he was just there and then he was knocking it out. This film, it made it feel like he was doing a lot of scouting before he actually took action. And I mean, he was doing a lot of scouting. Because it was certain times that something happened and I was just like, why don't he just act on it right now? Like he can handle it right now. It's no problem. Especially because he did something at one point in the movie. Sorry, I'm eating. You know, eating since nine, ten hours ago. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So something happens, and he rushes to take action. But when this other part happened, you can see him kind of like figuring out, memorizing, looking around, checking spots, getting familiar. And it lets me know that that's how he was doing a lot of this stuff in the previous films. 
Because they made it just seem like he was just all about action going in and handling business. Taking a quick snap while he's in the place instead of scouting the whole situation. Now, you can say Irvin stopped spoiling the movie. That's not really a spoiler. Because as you're watching, you can physically see it's happening. I'm not going to tell you when he did it. Because there were certain times when he was scouting and you didn't realize he was scouting. Like, he was ahead of the game, but he was just... Where they had the slow motion in the two previous films, you can tell that was probably part of the times when he, in his mind, it was slow motion. But they didn't have that in this film. Which made the film a lot shorter than what the past ones were. Okay? Um, now let's break it down into three, the three acts. I think the first act was... It had a very, very, very good high. And then right after that high, that's when they started to build the story. Um, it took place in Italy. And the entire time he was in Italy, it felt like he was just building a foundation in Italy. Just building a foundation, building a foundation, growing, being a part of the community. Until he had to step in and beat Robert McCall. Woo! Listen, there's so much that he does that makes you go, whoa, look out! Oh, don't do that! Oh, oh, really? Craziness, 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 craziness. The second act of the film is when we started to build up the the antagonist. I'm sorry, not the antagonist, but the people that he is going after. Okay. Now, as always, the villains in the movie are just so... Ugh. And I say that because it's starting to get very old, the way that they're treating some of these villains. Now, honestly, they couldn't have did any better or any worse. But, hey, it's what we got. Um, now, the main villain... I don't have much to say about the main guy. But I'll be honest with you. Aren't you guys tired of seeing a movie where the people. Nah, I'll, I won't say that. You know what? I'll let you guys find that out because it was very interesting. When it happened, the first thing I said was, all right, now I know what's about to happen here, and then this is going to happen, and I'm just going to be like, oh my God, it's just like another movie. But they went about it a little bit differently. I don't think I've seen a film that they, they that the main guy did this one thing to a person to get them to do something. Actually, you know what? I have seen it, but not the person that was in that particular role. They might have been somebody that was supposed to do an act and didn't do it, and they ended up taking care of it in a specific way, and then they went through the movie with that one part. Now, I have seen that before, but just not with this particular person in power. Um... 
Antoine Fuqua did a great job of making you care about the people before Denzel actually went and did what he had to do. And that's kind of rare because normally they just throw people in there, make you think about them, and the next thing you know, they want you to like them a certain way. I think you got the chance to actually build with the community and grow to fall in love with their situation. And that build it up a little bit more. With everybody. Including the main person that you meet. And you really don't really meet him, but the main person that comes up in the film uh, after Denzel Washington. You really get to grow, grow in with his family and his situation after you, after that whole after he comes into the film. Um, the final act of the film. Um, I'll be honest with the final act of the film. It kind of felt a little too back and forthish, back and forthish. Um, I would have preferred them to do this particular thing and then show the other thing that happened instead of making it like 15 seconds here and then 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 35 seconds here. And then 45 seconds here, and then back to fit. Like, it was doing that for the entire final act um, when uh, Robert McCall went to do his thing. And they put in, like, a nice little five-minute slot with him <laughs> and, and a couple guys. And even I said it in the film. He was doing something. The first thing he said was, this man is insane. And he was. Like, this dude killed somebody and looked him in the eye the entire time <laughs> while he was falling to the ground. And it was just like, yo, this guy's, this guy's a lunatic. Why do you give me so much ice? Um, and also, there's a, there's a character in the film that makes it go full circle. And... I mean, full circle from the first and second Equalizer film. So if you don't, if you're not familiar with the first and second Equalizer films, when you see just how everything comes together, um, you will be lost because there was, there was clearly this one young lady who was sitting next to me. And when it went full circle and I saw it happen and I was just like, oh, that would make sense. This is the little bit of Spanish I know. She said it to the guy that she went to the movie with. And he was just like, shit, I don't know. Normally, I apologize. Normally, I don't say stuff like that on this podcast. But that's what he said. And when you go to see a sequel, it's hard to enjoy a sequel if you don't understand what went on in the first two films. So it was a lot of stuff that was going on, and I was just like, oh, man, I remember that from this, and this from this, and she was lost. This is one of those films that you don't necessarily need to, but if you don't, there are a couple things that will come and happen in the film that you will not catch up on. And that was one of the things, the one of the things that made the movie come full circle. She wasn't, she had no clue whatsoever. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, speaking as a critic, going honest, I'm, I'm just going to give it a three. It's one of those films that 
if you have seen the first two I, and you enjoyed the first two in any, any type of way, I prefer you to go ahead and go check that out. If you did not enjoy the first two, this one is not going to change your mindset. Um, me personally, because I have seen the first two and enjoyed the first two, even though the second one wasn't top of my food chain as far as good films, I give this my personal three and a half. Three and a half. That's just for me. Um, I still think the first Equalizer is the best one. Um, I like the villain in the first one a little bit more because he did a little more research and, and and he looked like he was really trying to figure out what the heck was going on where this guy was just like, I don't know who did it. I know somebody here did it. Boom. End of discussion. The first one just made you feel so much. The second one just felt like it was just thrown together. This one was a little bit in the middle. Um, so, yes, if you enjoy the Equalizer movies, go ahead and check it out. If you don't, I wouldn't waste my time. Probably go see Strays, Barbie, or one of those other movies. I still haven't seen Barbie. I'll probably wait till it goes on streaming. Uh, the person I was supposed to go see Barbie with got sick. Um, and then I was supposed to go with somebody else, and they got COVID. I was supposed to go with somebody else, and I was just like, you know what? I'll just wait, because I don't want to be the one person to go to Barbie by myself. Because every time I go to the movies and people go to see Barbie, it's like seven to eight people in one in one group, and I'll be in there one, one by myself looking foolish. But um, I'm definitely going to check out Strays. I'll probably go check that out next week. Um, and... I forgot what other movie I said I was going to go see. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. I already saw Oppenheimer, but I kind of want to see it again before I make a review because I missed so much in Oppenheimer. Uh, I'm not going to see Retribution because, obviously, Liam Nielsen makes the same movies every time. If you like Liam Nielsen, go check Retribution. It's probably the exact same thing. Um, but I'm definitely going to see Strays. Um, I just Meg is probably going to. I'm going to wait till that comes on TV. Haunted Mansion, same situation. Um, but yes, so look out for Strays. Look out for Gran Turismo. Those are my next two ones. Um, I will get with you guys next time. I appreciate you guys with the support as always, including a couple people that have also supported my sponsor. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I got a lot going on. I'm getting myself prepared for basketball season. It's September now. Basketball season starts in November. I got a lot going on before October hits. So I appreciate you guys as always. Support the team. Uh, Bigger716 is the is the information for all my socials. Uh, Coach, I-R-V-I-N-P-A-Y-N-E is for my coaching socials. Appreciate you guys as always. Deuce. Please subscribe.